0: I just want to be 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 be, Oh, Holy Spirit, one like fire. Oh, come to me. Come to me and here in your presence. Lord, I surrender to your glory. me your holy spirit burn like fire oh come to me come to me and here in your presence lord i surrender to your glory For your glory, Lord. Surrender to your glory, Lord. I surrender to your presence, Lord. I surrender to your glory, Lord. I surrender to Your glory, Lord. I surrender to Your glory. Oh, 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 oh. surrender to Your glory, Lord. I surrender to Your glory, Lord. Surrender to your glory, the change that it brings, I surrender to your glory, Lord. No holy spirit, born like a fire, all consume me, consume me. Look
1: Sure, Begadel, Ilanabaco shed a
0: very
1: Shambra a Oh, de la de Yes, God, we surrender to your glory. Yes, Lord, we surrender to your glory. Claven oh, Beleninos Copaladi,
2: la O oh, zabrangi dila dosko paronosko bela dika ranosho tekele dehe, the one who fills the heavens and the earth with his presence. Ila nabondosho parodiya kalabasoto, rebeke ne moronoso koriya basola vadiyala kata. Ila barosho ti le bela shambro godia, shambro godia, shambro godia.
1: E korra ba sole beregedele ba kromo so We surrender we surrender we surrender Labro bro godollo E rama mama mama kure bo sole ayala Bandela dele mentele We surrender to your glory lord helelemendele bashonda lomando Thank you Holy Spirit. Ala veke le velelele nisso to. Ji borodo kia Oh we are servants of your will Jesus. Ike vele nimaros kopele divasa da Oh shalla bi alantos lava. Let the weight of your eternal desire for our time O oh God. Let it rest upon us in the name of Jesus the grace and the capacity to fulfill that which your heart desires father let it rest upon us in the name of jesus we are here O god standing under the weight of your glory standing under the weight of your power, standing under the weight of your majesty. We are here, oh God, to be the ones that you command and we go. We are here, oh God, to be the ones that you command and we move. Father, we are here standing under the weight of your glory. Father, we are here standing under the weight of your glory. We surrender on a daily basis to your will. We surrender on a daily basis to your truth. We surrender on a daily basis to your power. Ilo no, Subra inga de lebeca sota, la brondes calivata, lis cobre hindecazevelade, rabocata, lis co de veleti calasati alanaha. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shalamaraca seca leba haia la la casocora Come, Holy Spirit. Horaboshe telemere gosocotoleva.
2: Holy Spirit.
1: Spirit, we bask in your generous presence. We bask in your presence that is continuously multiplied unto us. We bask in it this morning. We enjoy, we enjoy the weight of your glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Yes, Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, it is good to be with you all again this morning. And I know that God um, has got something beautiful for everyone. It's good to be with everyone. Um I have missed a couple of days of this prayer rain that I was really looking forward to because I wasn't feeling um, very well. But I thank God for his grace that is consistently um, multiplied onto us. Um, The last one I took, which was, I think two days ago, I was actually in the hospital. So while I was leading that prayer rain, there was a drip on one hand. and the other hand, they were checking my whatever. The nurses walked in, I could see the like, seriously, you know. But I remember waking up that morning and as I sat on the bed, I looked at Adiola. I was like, Adiola, I feel better. I should take this prayer ring. I said, not because I have to be the one to take it. I said, but I believe that God began a journey in us and Satan is trying to truncate it. There is somewhere the Lord was taking us to with a system called God. And I said, I believe strongly that the enemy wants to truncate that journey and wants to ensure that we don't arrive at that place. So I bless God for Pastor Stephanie, who was able to, you know, carry... Um, the prayer ring meetings, definitely are such a blessing. And, you know, she's raised prayer teams for me. I thank God for everyone who's been praying for me um, because it was just a very crazy experience. I wake up one morning and it just felt like a jabby knife stab in my back. And it just, you know, went on like that, you know, and I, I love to speak about the days of my triumph, but I also love to speak about the days of my weakness Um, because the days of your weakness are the things that prove the power of God in your life. It is very easy for someone to to be triumphant in the day where they have strength and they have all of those things, but in the days where you dip, to see the hand of the Lord move you from a position of the valley into a position of the mountain is a mighty testimony um, that reminds people that God is both, both the God of the valley and the God of the mountain, you know, so so um, in your your personal time, help me to bless the name of the Lord. I thank him um, for what he's done in my life. I still have a couple of procedures um, to do, but I know that the God has finished what he has started, you know. So, um, I've, so this morning, so yesterday, 19 to this morning, Stephanie and I talked about, you know, this morning's prayer ring. And honestly, I thought I was not going to take this morning's prayer ring. Um, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, rest a bit more. And if I when people talk to me about rest, I keep asking what is rest, you know, because um, I know what it means to physically sleep and it is powerful and beneficial. But when you physically sleep and lay down, you must make sure you're doing it in the Lord um, so that every single thing about you is embedded in the knowledge in the grace, in the wisdom and in the power of God. Um, that is the true rest, that you labor to come into his rest, Um, not just what you imagine to be rest, you know, so um, in this period of time, I've been, you know, just holding on to the posture and the position that I believe the Lord would have us hold on to in the month of March, holding on to it with everything, with every consciousness that I have, you know, um, (laughs) I remember the last day when about, um, two nights ago, not this night, yesterday night when I couldn't sleep into yesterday morning. I sent the doctor a message. I was like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. My back feels like it's on fire. The doctor was like, oh, are you sure you won't come back into the hospital? You know, um, we need to give you some pain medications. I was like, no, I don't want anything that tampers with my consciousness. people have done that for two days, enough. And I said that because there is something about the, the there is something about your communion with God your consciousness has to work with the will of God, you know? And I was like, no, I'm not going to lose my consciousness. You know, I need to keep remembering... You know what we are doing where we are at, where we are going the position of uh, the posture i should be taking the position of god in every matter i was like i don't want to become groggy and you know sleepy and you know even if satan walks into my room, i just like you know what i can deal with this right now going to bed i was like no the pain never wish like that you know and because i've been trying to hold on to the position i saw something in the month of february And I saw it so clearly and I know what God wants to do with us in the month of March and where he's taking us to as his people in this month of March, you know. um, And he said, is the system called God and what God is doing is that he's moving us from a place um, of the of the regular thinking thinking not just of him as God, but thinking as God, thinking as he thinks, walking as he walks, you know. And so in in the throughout this nights, I've been having all kinds of dreams. But l- last night into this morning I had a dream. And as soon as I woke up, I realized it was a dream of the Lord. I realized it was God that was speaking to me. Um but I was still like oh you know I'm not taking prayer. Away. So if I went and spoke with Stephanie this morning at about 5 15 i said to her you know so you go ahead i had this dream but i think you know i need time to decipher it and break it down i have a kind of meaning a kind of sense of what it means you know but i'm not completely sure but you go ahead take the prayer i'm just going to join the call and you know rest a bit but as soon as i hung up with her and i began to pray about the dream i heard the lord say um you have to take this meeting, and he said it's because I want to speak about the system of bread, you know, and because funny enough, since Thursday night into this morning, I've been having dreams. And inside of my dreams, I keep hearing about farming. I'm not sure what the Lord is speaking about. I'm not sure if He's speaking about some sort of farming that is coming or what nature of farming it is, but I keep hearing the Lord speaking about farming. You know, and so this night I had a dream again and in the dream, there was a famine in the land and people were looking for food and, you know, to eat and, you know, were going about. And in the dream, there was a renowned brothel where prostitutes were and when the famine came, it was as though the brothel was converted into a house of bread. And the place that, and if I I hear the words in in the dream, the place that used to be a brothel has been converted into the house of bread. And um, I looked and I saw that this brothel was in the middle, middle of like a wilderness, a dry place but automatically the brothel became buzzing with people and it was like the people who used to be prostitutes and you used to be harlots um they had changed their clothing and they were now like workmen, and they were carrying food and sacks on their shoulders and dividing um, rice beans and all kinds of things for people and sharing it for people and people were rushing in there and they were you know taking the food and going and you know people joined them in there and it was like, you know, governments and ministers and all kinds of people. We all joined to help and to, you know, put the food together so that people could um, get food to eat. And so when I woke up, I knew and in the dream, I, I kept hearing, don't forget it, the house that used to be a brothel, the place that used to be a brothel has become the house of God. So when I woke up, I thought about it. I was like the house of God, Bethlehem, so the story of Ruth and Naomi came to my mind and I was thinking about both of them and I was like I don't I don't think this is what God is talking about you know yes they left Bethlehem they went down you know, to where they're not supposed to go, got married, you know, the husband died, the children died, they came back. I was like, yeah, how does it connect? You know, because when you have a dream, you should always try to find um, how it lays with scripture so that you don't misinterpret. because scripture is always the compass that helps you go in the right direction. But the more I meditated on it and I prayed about it, I felt so strongly in my heart that there is a season um, of transformation that is coming into the world and there- and there is a season of the strong um, wind of God and the strong evangelism of God that is going to hit but it is going to be preceded by some sort of famine and I don't know if it's famine of the word or famine of of truth as it were but it's going to be preceded by some sort of famine and when this famine hit there's going to be um, the true conversion of God and that which was despised and that which was neglected and that which was you know, turned away and turned aside. The Spirit of God is going to take and He's going to use. He's going to come into every system. He's going to come into every structure. He's going to come into every area of society that was condemned, that was looked down on, that was trodden on. And the Spirit of God is going to completely consume it. And in the midst of consuming it, that which was despised will become the place of the provision of God. And the story of Rahab came to my mind and the way God mightily used Rahab, the woman who was upon the wall, the woman who was a prostitute and was running a brothel, when the day of salvation for the children of Israel came, it was Rahab that became a participant, it was that became a collaborator, it was Rahab that worked hand in hand with God, because she may not have walked in the ways of God, but she knew about God, and she held on to that position as truth, and she walked hand in hand with the children of Israel for the delivering of the inheritance that God had promised them. In the story of Hey Rahab, we see how God manifests himself through the unknown places and the things that you usually would not believe the Lord can walk through, and I began to sense in my spirit this morning that that God is about to break through the unusual, and God is about to move through the unusual. And God is about to raise for himself people who can see this and people who can, you know, um, work hand in hand with him to be able to bring um, the liberation that he wants to bring to the different facets of society. God is about to hit the dark places about to hit the broken places, and we're about to see the fulfillment of Isaiah 61 coming out of the church. We're about to see the fulfillment of Isaiah 61 coming out of the people of God. We're about to see the fulfillment of Isaiah 61 coming out of our generation because God is about to provide bread through the broken places that have now been restored by the spirit of God. Can I hear an amen? I feel like I'm talking to myself.
3: Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Amen, amen, amen. amen. Store in those places, okay. and out of those places, we are about to have the in feeling that we desire from the Lord. And how is God? going to do it. It's going to be on different levels. Even from the global level, you're going to see nations that were looked at as the broken nations, the rejected nations, the dejected nations and continents like Africa. And God is about to cause his spirit to break loose into the places that were rejected and dejected. And God is about to cause to come out of them new systems of provision, new systems um, that would enable the world to go through a season of of, of seeming famine. And even on the level of nation, God is about to raise nations, the nations that were called broken, the nations that were called rejected. God is about to put inside of them a a different kind of system of operation. And out of the nations that were called um, the broken nations, the rejected nations, the darkness nations the perverted nations god is about to cause his spirit to break loose inside of them and god is about to listen to the voices of faith that have come out of those nations that have been praying out of those nations and in the same way the bible says by faith what rahab did she was counted to be righteous because by faith by faith she was able to partner (laughs) with the the nations who have partnered with God by faith in the midst of their brokenness, in the midst of their dejection, the Spirit of God is about to ride into those nations and raise out of them systems of deliverance. And even in this last days and in this last seasons, those nations are about to be called the house of bread. Those nations are about to be called the house of provision. The same way that there was famine in the land, and Ruth and, and Naomi and her husband ran out of the land. The, and the Bible says that a time came when they ran back because that was the place where there was provision. I see the spirit of God calling people back into the nations that they have ran out of because God is about to cause the tables to turn and the tides to turn. And the spirit of God is about to cause bread to come out of the land where there was no bread. The spirit of God is about to cause provision to come out of the land where there was no provision because what God is about to do is about to turn, turn the table on the enemy. And he's about to change the things that they thought it was that which was interpreted in the. Simple form. God is about to bring um a, a different kind of matrix into it. And God is pulling down a different kind of system of evaluation from heaven. And God is causing a change to happen in the nations of the world. They who were called giants are no more going to be the giants. For God is raising Davidic na- nations, the nations who have a covenant with God and the nations who have been trained by God on the backside. God is causing the Davidic nations to arise for the sake of the salvation and the deliverance. Of his people in this season. God is raising nations that will be like David, for the least among them will be called the greatest, and the greatest among them will be called the least, says the Spirit of God. And I'm about to cause a house of bread to be erected in the midst of them and so even in the in, in an individual level god is also doing the same work in your life as individuals this is not the time to despise the areas that you have called broken this is not the time to despise the child that you had called broken this is the season where you must partner with god in prayer this is the season where you partner with god by faith and you just pump in prayer into that area of your life in the next 3 days in the next 7 days just pump in prayer and by faith believe the Lord. By faith, trust the Lord because something is happening. There is a spirit of transformation. There is a spirit of revival. There is a spirit of revitalization that is about to happen for is he not God? He is the God of the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all day that dwell within it belong to God. And do the hearts of kings not belong to God? And like a water course, he turns it, he turns it for his good. This is the season of the visitation of God. In the broken air, Areas of your life, in the broken areas of your family, in the broken areas of your marriage, in the broken areas of your children, your ministry and your business. God is about to take that which looked like Rahab. God is about to take that which looked like the shame of the nation, and God is about to take it and turn it around. And the spirit of God is about to cause a house of bread. He's about to cause a house of provision. He's about to cause a house of preservation to come out of the least area of your life. The spirit of God says, this is not the season to put aside the things that I had commanded you in the past. This is not the season to neglect that which I had told you would be the source of your provision and your spring and your wellspring oh, of your... This is the season to visit one more time. This is the season to strike one more time. This is the season to move one more time. For I, the Lord, I'm about to visit. I'm about to visit. Come on, somebody pray. I don't know which area of your life it is, but the Spirit of God is about to visit that which you had neglected. The Spirit of God
3: is about to visit that which you <speaking in the world> <speaking in the world> He is He never the the world. He and the one the Maliba and the one who has created the world. He is the the world. He is the one and the world. He is the one who has created the but and in the oh God. The of my life that you are my eyes. oh God, the Lord
2: I prophesy to you the the past, of God, that New has come that a new season has come. I prophesy to you by the spirit of God that heaven is jump starting a yes. process in your life. It is, the process, of it is the process of restoration. It is the process
3: of you want to protection? to You by the
2: protection? Kind of God, my <inaudible> shall You want You want my protection? You be, my yes, protection? of God, they shall come an army of yes. people that will serve you, is about to become an army of people that will stand guard for you. That which is to be a valley of dry bones is about to become the house of defense for the people of Israel. So let the wind of restoration come right now. Let the wind of restoration come right now. Come all ye weak of four corners of the earth and fill the slain, fill the slain people, fill the slain marriage Feel the slain children, feel the slain businesses and ministries fill the slain nations, all you see and few days that were slain, that they may stand upon their feet and become a mighty army in the name of In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh come on ye wee Come on ye we Jabragueia lo sabaya Gera basumbre gadiala daia Jabraga dolça skita Baruasque 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 Deven Thank you Holy Spirit Thank you Jesus Father we bless you Father we thank you For the season of restoration. Father, we thank you for a release, O God, of bread. We thank you for a release. We thank you
3: for
2: a We thank you, O God, for a release that is coming upon us, your people. That is coming upon our nations. That is coming upon our generation. That is coming upon
1: the season of the earth. God, we thank you for that release. We receive it. We call it forth now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I need you to have an expectation of the miraculous. I need you to have an expectation of the miraculous. And when others cry woe, and when others say destruction is upon us, I need you to have a completely different testimony because the word of the Lord has gone ahead of you to tell you that in the day where they say it is a season of famine, it is the season of the conversion and the transformation of God. It is a season of the visitation of God. It is a season of the strong wind of his spirit to cause that which is to be the dry places to become the places of watering, to become the watering trough of the spirit. Spirit. Let your testimony be in a la of God. God is about to do something supernatural, so as the Lord began to speak to me this morning about the interpretation of the dream and what He wants to do, He began to speak to me about the system of bread, and He said to me, "I want you to talk to my people about the system of bread and the system of provision. You know, um, there are different systems. I believe that the Lord would have me touch on real quickly this morning, and it is seven different systems: is a system of constant provision, the system of heavenly bread, the system of the pre seed bread, the system of multiplication of bread, the system of generational bread, the system of I am, and the system of communion. So real quickly, the system of constant provision. In John 35, the Bible began to say, um, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. He says, I am am the bread of life, so there is no other place that you get the kind of bread that gives you life. There is no other place that you get the kind of infilling that makes it possible for you to have life. You can eat different kinds of bread, but not all the bread you eat will give you life. And you see, this happens many times in people, and many times people are looking for bread in their career, looking for bread in, you know, um, in who they marry. They are looking for bread in, you know, business, in position, in power. And Jesus is like, listen, that is not what we give you bread. That is not what we give you provision. You know, in the beginning in Genesis, when the when the bread is seen in the garden and the spirit and God began to say to them, he said, because of what you have done, this and this will happen. Part of what he said to them, he says, from the sweat of your brow, you shall eat bread. So basically he was saying out of your labor, that is how you will eat food. That is how you will get nourishment. That is how you will get provision. But you see, that is the position of the man that is cursed. That is the position of the Man, not not curse, God didn't curse them. But that is the position of the fallen man. That is the position of the man that does not have the mind of God, that does not have the mind of the spirit. But we who have been redeemed by God, we who have been restored by God, there is a technology of provision that we have. That is not the technology of sweat of the brow. It is the technology of the rest of God. And so God began to say to them that something is about to happen in your life. And what is about to happen is that I'm about to send you the bread of life. And he says, if you will eat of this bread, you would understand that the provision that you will have is not by the sweat of your brow. You would understand that the provision you would have is not by the amount of labor that you labor. Rather, the labor that you labor is going to be a product of that which you have first been satisfied by. We do not labor to eat. We labor because we have eaten. We do not labor because we need food. We labor because we have received food. So it is the infilling of God and the food of God that gives us the strength to to labor in this world because the work that adam and eve did in the garden they did it from the place of the nourishment of the presence of god it was the infilling of god's presence it's a provision of god's presence that made it possible for them to be about to do in your life is to bring a redefinition of provision he's bringing a redefinition of bread and jesus said i am the bread of life he who comes to me will not hunger that is to tell you that there is a hunger that is already instituted in the earth there is a dissatisfaction and a thirst that humanity is bound to have that is why every man that comes into this world and even every child that is born naturally has a hunger and as you see people begin to grow they begin to have a desire for wealth a desire for for increase, a desire for multiplication, and a desire for all of these things. But Jesus began to say to them that anyone who comes to me, you will not hunger. Is it that God Jesus does not want us to be hungry for him? No, that wasn't the hunger he was talking about. He's talking about a different kind of hunger. It is the hunger that plagues generations. It is the hunger that plagues people. It's the same kind of hunger that plagued Esau that made it impossible for Esau to descend. So it wasn't just a physical hunger that he had. It was a hunger for something else. It was a hunger to satisfy himself. It was a hunger to fill himself up. It's the same kind of hunger that we have sometimes where people go after things that they should not have and people run into places that they should not be and people take other people's wives and they get into relationships they have no business getting into. Why? Because from the day that man fell, there, there rose inside of man an insatiable hunger, a desire. Because what did they eat? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil so there was a constant revelation of the two parallels that exist good versus evil and there is a constant revelation of evil that requires that man satisfies it so when you talk about evil it is not just a state it is actually a life and this life was constantly growing in man and for man to be able to quench that deadly fire man has to be able to receive the bread that comes from God so Jesus said if any man comes to me he will not hunger and he would not thirst he said, Even if you thirst and you hunger, you shall be filled with God's righteous waters. There is something that Jesus is giving to you today. That makes it possible for you to push away the dark desires of life and to stand and to swim in the righteous rivers of God. There is something about the provision of Jesus and the system of constant provision. Because you see, Jesus is not giving to us just yesterday or in the day we have an altar call. Jesus is a constant, constant provision that has been given to us by God. So whether it be yesterday or whether it be today or whether it be tomorrow, moral. Jesus is your constant provision, but there is a condition. He says to anyone that comes and also to anyone who believes. Those are two things. Those are two things. You need to come is your action. You need to believe is your posture. You need to come is your action. So there is a verb in actually receiving the bread of life. You need to do certain things and move certain things in your life to accommodate the provision of Jesus. You cannot say, oh, I received this bread and you are not getting up in the morning to seek him. You cannot say, I received this bread and you are not waiting on him in prayer and in fasting. You cannot say, I received this bread and you are not converting your life and the virtues of your life are constantly being fine-tuned so that you can accommodate the life of God. You cannot say you receive this bread and you are not changing the way you speak, the way you engage with your spouse, the way you build your relationships. There is an action that necessitates the infilling of the bread of life. He says to anyone who comes to anyone who draws near to him, you see, you cannot draw near to fire and not be bought. You cannot draw near to fire and heat will not come upon you. The reason why we see a lot of people who carry the name of Christianity, yet they do not carry the satisfaction of Christianity is because they are not coming near they are not coming to him they have received him as lord but they do not draw near to him as their daily lord because you see it is one thing to be saved but it's another thing to being saved we are being saved so it is a constant process of drawing near of drawing near of making the efforts this morning i want you to pray and i want you to say to the lord father i want to come and i come to you Show me how to daily make the move to you, towards you. Show me how to draw closer and closer to your presence. Father, I want to be able to take the necessary actions so that I may receive the bread that you have for me. I want to be. To make the necessary moves so that I may receive the bread that you have allocated to me from heaven this day my God let nothing that has been designated as my portion let it not be stolen from me but Jesus I present myself to you this morning my God show me how to draw near show me how to draw near in the midst of adversity show me how to draw near in the Father, the- show me how to draw near in the midst of Jesus show me how to draw near, in the, how how to draw near the in the midst of troubles. show me how to
3: Show me the children's go Eu não sei se você Amen, amen. amen.
1: Amen. I need you to understand something. When you see, when it says to, it is a daily conscious effort of making sure that the presence of God, the life of God, the posture of God sits above every other posture and position in your life in righteousness and those who work in purity it is a constant choice that they make it is a constant choice that they make the bible says let he that thinketh get his stand take heed lest he falls if you are very close to me you will know that i do not count myself to be much in terms of i don't have low self-esteem i have a very fantastic self-esteem but i do not count myself to be bigger or greater than anyone in the kingdom or in the work with God. I count myself to be one who is sustained by the grace of God, who is upheld by the hand of God. I count myself to be one who is able to make daily decisions of righteousness by reason of the fact that I come to God. I stay in God. I am not a pentay rascal. I am not one of them that say, you know, there's grace, there's grace so you can do. No, 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 no. I had to strict spiritual protocols and adhere to strict spiritual constraints, not because I am a fool, but because I understand that it takes a certain consciousness and intentionality for you to arrive at the strength and at the grace of God and at the provision of God. You need to come. You need to present yourself. You need to bring yourself. You need to be intentional about positioning yourself under the will of God, under the spring of God. You need to have moments of the outburst of the Holy Ghost. Moments when you are sitting there and you can sense that something is moving. You are not allowing the culture of the spirit to bow to the culture of the world, but you put the culture of the spirit above the culture of the world. You are able to know the moments where you you know, go back and you're like Kira, Bo, Chantelle, and Oscar where you stir up your spirit, you are able to adhere to sustaining the presence of God consistently in your life. You heard me say that my struggle was not the pain in my body, but my struggle was to retain the presence of God and the mind of God. For me to be able to stand in the season of God, for me to be able to stand where God is standing right now, so, irrespective of the drip and the injection or whatever they were giving to me, even if I had to fall asleep because of the pain in my body, I was saying to myself, Isi, remember where we are. March is, the, March is the month of secrets. There is a... Re- in the revelation of God in this season. So irrespective of what is happening, God is constantly streaming heaven through your body. God is pouring out knowledge and revelation through you. This is the season of the unveiling of the spirit of God. I had to consciously say that, why? Because you have to come. You have to be the one to make the move towards the bread. You have to be the one to make the move towards the bread. Too many people are waiting for the bread to come to them. Too many people are waiting for the bread to believe on behalf of them. Listen to me. The bread has already done that. He came and he died for you. He moved from his divine heavenly position and he moved into your earthly broken state and he took on the form of humanity and he died in your place. The bread has done its work. It is your time to do your own work. It is your time to come into the presence of the bread. It is your time to daily push so that you will come because there is a promise of feeling. There is a promise of satisfaction to everyone who comes to the bread. May I never be late. Help me to run in your pace. Help me to run in your pace. May I never be too fast. May I never be late. Help me to run in your pace. Help me to run in your pace. May I never be too fast. May I never be late. Help me to run in your pace. Help me to run in your pace. May I never be too fast. May I never be late. Help me to run in your pace. Help me to run in your pace. He says to everyone who comes, I will come. Because where
0: you are
1: is where I want you. Spirit, lead me to come, and I will come. Cause where you are, there I am. Father, we thank you for the pace of the Spirit. We thank you for the pace of the Spirit. May we move at the pace of the Spirit.
2: In the day you want to move like the whirlwind, let us move. In the day where you want to move at the pace of the chariot of fire,
1: let us move at the pace of the chariot of fire. In the day, oh God, where you want to move like a gentle sound, help us to move at the pace of a gentle, still small voice. In the day, oh God, where you are moving like thunder, help us to move like thunder. Help us to walk at the pace of the Holy Ghost. Help us to move at the pace of the spirit in the name of our Lord Jesus. Mm. You know, there is a system of heavenly bread and Jesus began to say in John 6, verse 51, he says, I am the living bread. He says, I came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread also, which I give, give for the life of the world is my flesh. He says, I am the one that came down from heaven. And in John 6, um, he began to say in John 6 for the he says, your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. He says, but there, this is the bread that comes down from heaven. Excuse me. And anyone who eats of this bread, he will not die. He says, I am the heavenly bread and I have come down from heaven. And he began to compare himself in John 6 with the manna That the children of Israel else in the wilderness. He says, even though it looked like spiritual activity, even though there was awe to it, even though there was wonder to it, it was like, my goodness, manna, food is actually falling from heaven. They picked up the food. They're like, what is this? What is it? We don't even know what it is, but we can make it into bread. We can make it into rice. We can make it into sauce. We can make it into, oh my goodness, this thing is so versatile. This thing is so powerful. He says, they ate it, yet they died. They ate it, yet they died. He says, but I am the bread that if you eat me, you will not die. He says, Jesus was doing a comparison between the mother they ate and him that is the true bread. You see, it is possible for you to... Um, get into this place where you are so moved by, oh, the supernatural, oh, this is happening, that is happening, prophecies, you know, miracles, signs, wonders. Like I always tell people, if it says this sign shall follow them, the sign points you to something. The sign or anywhere you see a sign, a sign is pointing you to a direction. Anytime you see a sign, the sign is telling you that there's a way ahead. So the question is, what is this sign pointing you to? It is pointing you to the life. He said the children of Israel, even though they were under that cloud and they were all under that fire that was moving at night, yet they were able to build golden cows and golden altars. He was saying to them, that is not who you are. That is not who you should be. The life I am telling you about is not the life where you are waiting for only um supernatural things to happen, and then you are taken by it for by for a moment, but you actually don't receive the life of the supernatural. You are standing and observing the great systems of God, and you're observing wow, the powerful things God is doing, but it never results in power within you, it never results in the life within you. And Jesus was saying, Go past that place where you are only observing the greatness of God, but you are not walking in in the greatness of God. Go past that place where you are only observing the power of God, but the power of God is not at work within you. He says, They ate that manna and they died. As spiritual as it looked, as supernatural as it looked, as powerful as it sounded, it did not give them the eternal life that they required. Even though when they ate it, their clothes never wore out, their shoes never outgrew their legs. You know, constantly there were miracles in their midst. But Jesus was saying, There's a greater miracle than that. I am the greater miracle. I am the true life. Do not base my presence based on these things that you see these supernatural interventions. Rather ask yourself, what is the source of the supernatural inventions, interventions? Who is the one that makes the supernatural powerful? He is the one I want to know. It is his heart that I am questing for. Why? Because he is the heavenly bread the bread that God gives us, gives to us. Jesus said he has come down from heaven. Remember, remember the Bible began to say, when you pray, this is what you should pray. Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, you need to be taken by heaven. You need to be taken by the system and the operations of heaven. Because you see, heaven becomes for us a prototype before the new heaven and the new earth arrives. Heaven is our prototype of what God is trying to build and God is trying to establish on the earth. He says that this bread you are seeking for is a satisfaction that comes from a deeper realm. It's a satisfaction that comes from a higher realm. It's a satisfaction that comes from a place that is not in this world. So he says this bread has come down from a location. So it is not just about knowing the bread. It is about knowing the location where the bread has come from. There is a reason why Jesus said this bread has come from heaven. He could have said this bread has come. But why did he say this bread came down out of heaven? because there is something about heaven. The feeling that you need in this season to be able to build the models that God wants you to build, to be able to raise the structures that God wants you to raise, to be able to set in place the things that God needs you to set in place. They are models that will proceed out of heaven. I pray that God will open your eyes this day. That your spiritual eyes will begin to see heavenly activities. I pray that God will open your eyes this day. That as you eat the bread that has come down from heaven, you will begin to see as heaven sees. You'll begin to hear as heaven hears. You'll begin to understand as heaven understands. That as you eat the bread that has come down from heaven, it will fill you with the life of heaven, it will fill you with the nature of heaven. I pray that as you eat the bread that has come down from heaven, you will begin to know the will of heaven versus the will of this earth. In the name of our Lord Jesus, may Amen. you not be a man and a woman that is bound by all of the realities of this earth and this. Okay that the reality of heaven will fill you up. I pray that the reality of a kingdom to come will fill you up completely. Oh, for they that set their eyes and their affection in heaven, something happens to them. You are not taken by the circumstances of this world. It doesn't break you, but yet you understand that the reason why you are here is because you are here to pull down the reality of heaven into this world. You do not see this world as the place of your reward. You understand that the place of your reward is in heaven but you see this world as the place of your assignment so you can pull the resources that abide in heaven and you can cause it to come into this earth for the bread that has come down from heaven he's not just a bread that is on this earth alone he's a bread that is also in heaven so he has become the ladder and the intermediary between heaven and earth every time you eat this bread you receive the access pass that makes it possible for you to journey from earth into heaven and from heaven into earth for the bread is the ladder that makes it possible for men on the earth to be able to engage with the heavenlies i pray that the bread of heaven will fill you today mm-hmm. and as you eat the bread of heaven it will cause your eyes to open it will cause your hearts to shift it will mm-hmm. cause your spirits to be stared in the direction of the heavens i break the chain of the captivity of this world Amen. I believe the chain of the captivity of this world from off your feet. I'm Amen. Amen. You are able to see and you are able to observe. Amen. In the
3: name of the Lord, Amen.
1: Amen. 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 And the earth. For in the beginning, the Lord created the heavens, earth. The heavens, earth. The heavens were made first, and God made the earth. So there was a constant mirroring of the heavens upon the earth. I pray that the mirror that was shattered by the fall of Adam and Eve, that it will be rebuilt in your spirit. The mirror that was shattered by the fall of Adam and Eve, it will be rebuilt in your spirit. The oh, mirror Lord. possible for them to look and to behold what exists in heaven. I pray that it will be rebuilt inside of you, so that oh, even though you walk daily upon this earth as a man of flesh and blood, yet in your spirit you will be a heavenly man walking upon a time. Oh Lord. Jesus, may the reality. Amen be sowed into your spirit that you will never forget this irrespective of what you encounter on a daily basis in the name of our Lord Jesus
3: Amen
1: Amen. they they ate this bread yet they died You will not die because the bread is bigger than the bread of supernatural provision it is the bread of the life of Christ it is the bread of God himself I pray that God eats this bread daily in the name of Jesus. In Amen. four, verse 12, it speaks about it he speaks about the system of the proceeding bread. It says, But he answered and said, It is written, Mount shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, he said to them, He excuse me, He humbled you. And let you be hungry. And he fed you with manna which you did not know. Nor did your fathers know. That he may make you understand that man does not live by bread alone. But man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. He said he humbled you and he let you be hungry. Then he fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. So God provoked the thirst in you and the hunger within you. But then he gave you something supernatural to fill you up so that you will understand that man does not live by bread alone. The way that manna sustained your life for 40 years, the way that manna made it possible for you to live in 40 years, you began to realize. Realize that it is not the onions, it is not the garlic, it is not the leaf that's just somebody on this call and they have given you a report. And I what I see is someone that has been fired from their job. And they have said, and you have said to yourself, How would we survive? How are we going to make it through? What will happen of my family now that this thing has happened? Who are we going to be? Now that they have given us this report, but I hear the Lord saying, have you not heard that it is God that provides and he provided manner for them so that they may know that man does not live by bread alone. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now he began to say this to Because he needed them to understand that you are crying for onions, you are crying for garlic, you are crying for the natural things around you. But why are you crying for these things? To manage your body. satisfy your body, so that your children will be cared for, so that your babies will not die, okay, no problem. I will give you something else that will make all of those things possible, but what I will give to you is not what you thought you needed. It's not the natural onions and garlic, but I will give to you something else that will yet provide for you, even though it does not look like what you were used to. He says, so that you will know that God has another source of provision. God has another way of taking care of you that does not have anything to do with the regular system that this world has set. You see, there are systems this world has set, even systems of education, even systems of economics, even systems of money management, and it has become a trap and a snare to the minds of many believers, so that even when God is trying to thrust you, and God is telling you, listen, go and take the nations, and God is telling you, I want you to stand on this position. I need you to run as the president. I really need you to run as the governor. You are Able to do these things, why? Because you believe that man lives by bread, you believe that there is there is a human set order and protocol by which these things happen. And God says, Listen, why have I put you to the in season, season of the wilderness? Why have I put you to the season of the midbar? He says, so that you may know that the God that sustained you supernaturally in the midbar is the God that will sustain you when you make the next bold move. For if I could sustain you and I could supply for you in the day where the was nobody around you in the day when your bones were broken and dry? In the day when they said, All hope is lost. If I could supernaturally give you strength and give you new lease of life, why do you then believe that the things that you would achieve and acquire in this life, you will not do it by the same supernatural presence? He says, So that you will know that you don't live by bread alone so that you will know that you don't get that level of access by bread so that you will know you don't get that level of authority by human bread so that you will know you don't become a voice by human bread so that you will know that your generation does not respond to you because you have human bread there is a There is a bread of God that makes it possible for a man to be distinct. There is a bread of God that oils the head of a man and you become a voice in your generation. There is a bread that comes down from heaven and it is the bread that gives you dominance. It is the bread that carries the seven spirits of God. It is the bread
2: that makes it possible for you to become a voice in such a time as this. Don't you understand Deborah that it is this bread that away from the place of the normal writings of what a judge should look like into becoming the judge that I have anointed, into becoming the judge that does not fit into the perspective of man, does not fit into the boundaries that man has set, yet you are the anointed of the Lord. Don't you understand that the bread of humanity seeks to limit you, the bread of humanity seeks to hold you down, the bread of humanity seeks to draw boundary lines around your expressions But there is a bread that I am giving to you and this bread is not subject to the laws of humans, who is Bread is not subject to the processes of your flesh, but this bread is subject to the timing of heaven. This is the bread that has come down from heaven. And it is the proceeding word of God. It is the prophetic
1: word of God. It is the released word of God concerning times and seasons, concerning days and nations, concerning jurisdictions and timings. This is the bread, the bread of the proceeding word. The bread of the proceeding word. The bread of the proceeding word. I pray that the spirit of God will give you the call to embrace the proceeding word. I pray that the spirit of God would enable you to ride the ways of the proceeding word. I pray mm-hmm. that the proceeding word of God will become a horse that you ride upon. That the proceeding mm-hmm. word of God will become the sword
2: that you fight with. That the proceeding mm-hmm. word of God will become the wind upon your sails. That the proceeding word of God will become the force that thrusts you into the future and the destiny that God has allocated for you. Oh, may you receive the prayer it's the blood that causes men to stand and show. Above their peers. May you receive the proceeding word that anoints kings and sets apart rulers. May you receive the proceeding word that enables you to become a voice of distinction. May you receive the proceeding word that enables you to be like the children of Issachar, that understands the times and you know what you should do, and your brethren are at your command. May you receive the proceeding word that gives you the boldness to be able to call for the bread of God into nations, into jurisdictions, into continents. Into systems, the system of the proceeding bread. I pray that it will be made known to you. May the bread that is allocated to you from heaven this day, may it not be taken from you, may it not be stolen from you, may may you lay hold of the proceeding bread. May you not be eating bread that is stale and the bread of yesterday, but may you receive the bread of today, the fresh bread of God, the fresh bread that comes down from heaven. He called aba su de clinicoscope rehi da abalo kocho beloko zibrahandeke kapapule kuzene melekediala sombra ga de leketileme burukusukubaraka tekelekeso bahai jesus the proceeding word the proceeding word father give us this day our daily bread give me this day my daily bread for the bread of yesterday is not sufficient for the troubles of today Mm -hmm. for there is a bread of
1: today that makes me wise in the midst of the troubles of my time Mm -hmm. father give me this day my daily bread make that your prayer that god will give you your daily bread Jesus began to speak about multiplying bread, the system of multiplication. He says after he took the bread, the, 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 two, the, the, the five loaves of bread and two fish, that he, he blessed it and then he broke it and it multiplied. And I believe strongly in my heart that God is speaking about the multiplication of bread. Even as we close this season of prayer rain. and God is saying to you that the word that you have in your hand, the word that you have received, the instructions that you have received, it is time for you to bless it and break it. I don't know who the Lord is speaking about. It is time for you to bless it and break it. The blessing it and breaking it is speaking about a system of increase and a system of multiplication. The Bible says he took it in his hand. He could feel it. He could hold it. It became tangible. First of all, make tangible that which God has given to you. That when you make it tangible and real in your hands, don't say, oh, I had a dream and God said it to me. It is in my mind. I can remember it. Write it down. Make it plain. Make it plain in whatever way it will become tangible to you that it is real and it exists make it tangible make it plain he says he took it and then he he looked up to heaven once again he understood that listen i must be able to compare what is in my hand with what is in heaven because what i'm about to call forth what i'm about to make happen the business i'm about to build the system i'm about to establish the people i'm about to call forth it is not going to be done by the power of this earth i'm going going. to do it by the power of heaven. I'm going to do it by a template and a blueprint that is in heaven. He says, looking up to heaven. He blessed it and then he broke it. Looking up to heaven. So you take it to make it tangible and then you keep your focus on what is above. He says, then he broke it. He broke it and he gave it to his disciples. Listen, to bless it means to submit it to God. Submit it to God. Take it once again and submit it to the Lord. Pick up that project and submit it to God. Look up to heaven. Don't look to the earth. Don't look to the physical hills. Don't look to any godfather. Don't look to any pastor. Don't look to any system that has been built by human hands. Don't look to heaven. Look to God. Look to Jesus. Bless it. When you have looked to heaven and say, God, I take this and I submit it to you and to your way. Because I perceive that what exists in heaven is greater than what exists on earth. I give it all to you. The moment you have submitted submitted it to God, break it. What does it mean to break it? To multiply it. To begin to go into action by faith. Go into action by faith. You have spoken about it for too long. You have sat on it for too long. You have complained about it for too long. You have worshipped at the altar of pain for too long. It is time to change your position. It is time to change your posture. It is time to break the bread, multiply it. And I pray that as you do so by faith, that God will cause them to an increasing measure in the name of our Lord Jesus. So there are two thoughts that came. to you. First of all, there was the thought of fresh bread when we're making the last prayer point. And you know, in Nigeria, when you go to stores, I don't know about people abroad, when you go to stores and you want to buy bread, you're always reaching for the bread behind the bread, behind the bread, behind the bread. Because we believe in our hearts that the fresh bread, don't put it at, back. <laughs> at the back. Thank you very much. My weakness, some in the house. They put the fresh bread at the back. You know, so they put the stale one from yesterday, but last, that, you know, as it's going, the fresh ones are coming forward. So when you go to reach, you reach for the one at the back. If physically you can do that for bread that will nourish your physical body, why don't you reach for the fresh bread of the spirit? Why do you feel that by just reading one devotional? Okay, God said, okay, Matthew 5, verse 4. Okay, repeat, it, repeat this prayer under the devotional. God has made me this. Okay, hallelujah, amen, you go. Reach for the fresh bread at the back. Stretch your hand. Stretch your spirit. Dig deep into the word of the Lord. Until your spirit hits a well that you have never tested before. Until your spirit tastes a dimension of the bread of heaven. And you're like, ah. Uh-uh because every day they ate it, they called it manna. They did not know what it was. Every day it tasted like something new. So you cannot say it is oatmeal. You cannot say it is ching ching. You cannot say it is a soup. Every day it tasted like something new. Reach for the bread of today. Reach for the bread of life. Don't give up until you find the fresh bread of God. That was the first thought that came to my mind. As, as we're praying, you know, and as we're talking about break it, I remembered something I went through last year and I shared this several times. I went through a, a season of serious pain and every day I will pray and I will cry and I'm like, God, when am I ever going to get over? When is this? When is my? When is the day going to change? When is your life going to break forth? And I will cry and cry and cry. But all of that changed the day I took it. I blessed it and I broke it. I took that pain and that experience. Oh, I began to bless the Lord. I said to God, I said, God, I know, I know who I am in you know that I am your beloved. I know that I am your child. I know that I am blessed by you. Father, no enemy, nothing can strike me if you do not allow them. And you allow it because there's a greater purpose. Satan does not know. The same way he did not know he crucified Jesus. They were celebrating in hell until they started hearing thunder, lightning and earthquake. I say, God, so I know that nothing can touch me except your light. And if you allow it's because there is something bigger at play here. I cannot see it so God. I raise it up and I choose to look to heaven. I change my earthly physical perspective on this matter. I I shift myself from the perspective of my flesh, from the perspective of my physical pain, from the perspective of what it looks like in the physical, what it sounds like in the physical, and I look to heaven. Because I know that when I get to heaven, there will be a completely different interpretation of this matter. So I seek to stand with heaven's interpretation, not my physical interpretation. I hold on to your perspective and I thank you. And I submit it to you, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I blessed it. I took it to heaven and I blessed it in heavenly places. And then I broke it. How did I break it? I began to act differently. I began to speak differently about it. I took a completely different posture. I took the posture of blessedness towards the matter. And I took a completely different posture and guess what, it multiplied. Look, sometimes what you break looks nothing like what it is multiplied into. Because what it multiplied into was a well of everything. What it multiplied into was a well of articulation. What it multiplied into was a well of understanding. It multiplied into another well of the spirit of God bursting forth from inside of me. Bless it and break it. Put it in the hands of God. And trust heaven's system of multiplication of bread. God is the one that multiplies the bread. The role of you, as the one that carries the nature of Christ, is to raise the bread, look to heaven, bless it, break it. The multiplication is in the hand of God. Do your part, and God will do his part. God provides bread for generations. I have been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Neither have I seen his children begging bread. Jesus said to the woman in in Matthew 15, he said, listen, I cannot take the bread that belongs to the children and give it to the dogs. That means there is a bread that is for children. There is a bread that is for the members of the household. There is a bread that belongs to you. And there is a bread that belongs to your children's children. I pray that the bread of generations that is within you will not end with you. But this bread, will be transferred from you to your children and to your children's children. What is this bread? It is the bread of understanding. It is the bread of revelation. It is the bread of knowledge. It is the bread of peace. It is the bread of humility. It is the bread of grace. It is the bread of righteousness and righteous positions. It is the bread of the posture of Christ. I pray that the generational bread that is allocated to you and to your family line, it will not be stolen from you in the name of Jesus. That this bread that God has locked in Jesus. This bread that is revealed through time and season. It will not stop in your own time. It will not stop in your own season. But I pray that by the spirit of the living God that this bread will persistently and continuously increase. I pray that the bread will be seen evident in your children. Oh my God let your bread be made known in my children. Let it be seen in the speech of my children. Let it be seen in the joy of my children. Let it be seen in the peace of my children. children. For it is a generational bread. This bread does not grow stale. This bread does not end today. This bread does not grow stale on the shelf of life. But this bread is constantly increasing. This bread is constantly multiplying. Oh God, may this bread be extended to my spiritual children. May this bread be extended to the children of my ministry, the children of the systems that I will build, the systems that I will erect. May this bread consistently flow in the name of Jesus. Ah, Father. May they not say that, ah, Nigeria of yesterday, in the 1980s, it was one dollar to one naira. But God, may this bread continually increase in my nation. May the bread increase in Nigeria. May it not just be spiritual bread, but may it break from the spiritual into the physical. And let it be an ever-increasing bread in the nation of Nigeria. May it not be a bread that is retrogressing, but may it be a bread that is progressing in my nation in the name of the Lord Jesus. ke Marada Seva. The system of generational bread. Jesus began to say in John 6, verse 48, he says, I am the bread of life. I am is the eternal, ever continuous will of life. The eternal, unending, ever continuous will of life. He says, I am the bread. So I am, there is an eternal, ever continuous will of provision of bread. Father, may I know it. May I never think that in any season of my life that the bread has ended or the bread has stopped, but may I remember that I am the bread. I am the bread of life. May I remember that the bread of life has got a nature. It is the nature of continuous provision. It is the nature of unending provision. Father, in the day when we are in darkness, may we remember I am the bread of life. In the day when we are sick, may we remember I am the bread of life. The ever increasing unending continuous will of provision of bread. May we remember it, oh God. In the day when we are in pain and our emotions are shattered may we remember i am the bread of life that he is the bread for every occasion he is the bread for every season he is the bread for every nation he is the bread for every time may we remember i am the bread of life in the name of the lord jesus and father we thank you for the system of communion because in the day that he was betrayed jesus lifted up this bread and he began to say that this is the bread of life this is my flesh and this is my blood that whosoever eats of it and drinks of it will never die my god may we remember that this table of communion oh god is the place of covenant where intimate relationships are birthed may we remember oh god that this confluence of food and prayer is the place of covenant oh god is a place of constant uniting is a place of constant joining is a place of constant communion oh god where we are coming to you and intimacy is increasing in the midst of us in the name of jesus Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we give you praise. You know when you get of this prayer call. If you have biscuit, bread, water, wine, anything, I need you to break bread. Give it to your family. Break bread with yourself, or you can keep for them for later in the day. But make sure you break bread today. Make sure you break bread today, as a reminder. Number one of the covenant we have with the bread. But also for what it stands for, for a partaking in the life of Christ, for healing in our body, for restoration in different aspects of our lives, for partnering with God's prophetic word over us in this season. Make sure you break bread today because there is so much that happens at the table of communion. There is revelation that happens. There is provision. There is insight. There is wisdom. There is grace. Make sure you break bread today. Oh Shanda, create us so valid. San kore ma subregedi la tasakid Oh, come on, let's pray together. Let's pray together.
3: Mm-hmm. Il a beaucoup de choses. C'est है tête de la tête. Elle est en train de se faire un peu plus tard. Elle est en train de se faire un peu plus tard. Elle est en train de se faire un peu plus tard. Elle est sheed the doctor to talk the illness to the doctor and to talk about the illness 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 the doctor and the illness the doctor and to talk about the illness the doctor and to talk about the illness the doctor and the illness the doctor 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 the illness Amen, In Jesus' name.
0: Amen.
3: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: You are our bread. Yes, Lord. You are my bread. Amen. You are my Amen. satisfaction. You are my eternal hope. The calendar of men exists. Many great people have risen from this earth. They have come. They have gone. Many great people will rise. They will come, they will go. Times will mark them, season. But even those will also come and go. But You are the eternal bread of life that is given to us for our satisfaction. You are the eternal bread of life that is given to us for our nourishment. You are the eternal bread of life that is given to us for our increase. You are the eternal bread of life that is given to us, oh God, so that even on this earth, we may stand in power. We may stand in truth. We may walk in grace. Jesus will receive you this morning. May we never forget that you are the bread that whispers into our ears. You are the bread that tells us the truth about God. You are the bread that reveals reveals to us God's position in every matter. Feed us with your bread. Even as we go into this month of March, we declare that it is a blessed month, which is declared that it is a month of revelation. We declare that in this month, Lord, you will show us the things that we position us, that will set us apart in the name of our Lord Jesus. Help us to remember that you are our bread. You are the stream of heaven that flows. As long as we come, you feed. As long as we come, you quench our thirst. Help us to That you are our Lord. My God, perspective of what these people may find themselves in. May the bread of life show up for them. May the bread show up in their workplaces. May this show up in the places of their study. May this up In the day when fear and anxiety wants to consume their spirit, let this, let, let this bread break it. In the Amen. let this bread arise for them. In the day when generational troubles and generational problems wants to wear its ugly head, Amen. let be the fire of God that we consume all the darts of the enemy. Let be what we call into order, the voice of Satan, the voice of condemnation, the voice that wants to bring them down, the voice of stagnation, the uh-huh. voice of deception. May this voice completely erode the voice of the enemy in the uh-huh. name of
0: Jesus.
2: Uh-huh. Father, march
1: into march. Remind us that you are the bread. Uh-huh. Keep the knowledge of this eternal satisfaction inside of us, so that as we come together again, Lord God, will come in the fullness of you in the name Amen. of god. Amen. That the of god will rest with you and your family will Amen. Amen. accompany you and your children Amen. You Amen. Amen. of your life when Amen. you may you find the wells of god may Amen. you find the, wells of the spirit i pray Amen. that you bring the same water here into every area of your life May you oh,
3: structures
1: our systems according to the blueprints of heaven. May mm-hmm. your eyes open consistently. As Daniel opened his windows towards Jerusalem, may your windows be constantly open towards heaven. May you always find a way to build a room for the supernatural upon this natural earth. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The mm-hmm. of God rests upon you. Amen. Go forth Amen. and prosper. Mm-hmm. Go forth and prosper. And may you keep mm-hmm. hearing the secrets of God for this time evening, and season. And may you to act mm-hmm. upon it in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. 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 The word that God gave us at the beginning of this call is that number one, pray about it. Pray about the infiltration of God that is about to come upon the earth, that is about to convert the broken systems into systems of provision then also ask the Lord to show you your role to play that you will not miss your role in this grand plan that God has for the earth and as God begins to reveal this to you and as He begins to show you workable plans please do not hold your hand back from it remember break it the multiplication is in the hand of God but you must do your part take the leap of faith and break it and let the Lord be the one to multiply it and I pray that as he does so you will keep growing in faith in the name of Jesus amen amen,
3: amen. amen. god bless you again.